yo yo what's up dude all right we're back uh another episode of a couple bots podcast we had on blake murphy of the athletic toronto raptors reporter it was fun not really a gamer but we we definitely talked a lot of gaming with him i think we taught each other some stuff yep yeah we learned about the raptors and the best 2k player on the team we got sucked into well we didn't really talk wrestling but wrestling came up i think twice in uh, in 25 minutes which is pretty impl- impressive by blake <laughs> good thing because i have no comments on wrestling <laughs> i don't know i don't have enough information on wrestling i am intrigued by this japanese league though uh, we'll touch more maybe on the in the post show so uh without further ado here it is blake murphy Batman. <laughs> All right, we now welcome on a guest for this podcast, Blake Murphy from The Athletic, Raptors reporter, uh, notable good music listener, <laughs> uh, notable not video gamer. Blake, do you currently play any video games? Uh, the closest thing to a video game I play is out of the park baseball, which is just like a managerial simulation. Like it's a baseball version of football manager. Uh, I don't own a console or anything like that. I early in quarantine, I borrowed an N64 from a friend <laughs> uh, to play some like Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball and like WWF No Mercy. Uh, but I that lasted about a week. Did you play a lot growing up or did you play like anything or was it really like N64 and then blank? No, I, I played it up until probably, I think PS3 was probably the last thing that I had. Um, it was mostly, I was always mostly a sports game person. Um, and then like Tony Hawk games, wrestling games, everything sports and sports adjacent, but nothing, uh, you know, I think other than Final Fantasy Tactics, I never mm-hmm. got into like a actual like non-sporting video game. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so needless to say, you're probably not picking up a PlayStation 5 tomorrow. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm not. I would, I go back and forth on, on it all the time of like, should I get one? Like it's probably, it would probably be good for me to play the 2K games and like know what's going on. And then they're just very expensive and I would play it for like a week and then stop the same way I did with the N64 I bought. Yeah, you might like the new 2K. It's basically uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater combined with, 2k because there's a giant park and you can skateboard around and <laughs> grind nice. rails now and you can walk around dribbling and there's a lot there's a lot in it i will say that that part i would like to check out <laughs> um the other thing too is like uh i don't know if either of you guys are at all wrestling fans but all elite wrestling announced yesterday that they hired the creator from wwf no mercy to work on their video game with them and that is like my all-time <laughs> favorite video game so maybe i could be dragged out of it <laughs> Uh, to to see what that's all about. You'll have to find a friend just to borrow their uh, PS5 or Xbox. Exactly. <laughs> well, and games are getting cheaper. So, well, no, they're not. They're, they're getting not. more expensive. <laughs> but the really like heavy pop culture games are all free. True. So there's that if you ever want to take a deep, deep dive into it. Um, but anyway, so you cover the Raptors. You talk mm-hmm. a lot about the Raptors 905 and WNBA as well. But now I've seen you mention Raptors Uprising. Is that something that like you're just naturally exposed to? You go out of your way to look for? Or are you like instructed by the athletic to look into that at all? 
No, I'm instructed by the athletic to to do less and find fewer things to write about because <laughs> there's already there's already too many. Um, I did when the 2K league got announced. I sat down with the I can't remember if it was the commissioner or like someone on the business side and, and talked to them a little bit and wrote a thing about like okay, what is the 2K league and what does that look like? Um, so since then, like I you know, I'm on the, the Raptors uprising email PR list. So like when there are updates, when Kenny got work, wins another player of the week, uh, <laughs> like I get that email blast and I follow the team account. So I have like a passing idea of what's going on. Um, I'm like, I know they were very good this year and I know that they were uh, a playoff disappointment and basically makes Kenny got work. The Giannis of, of the 2k <laughs> league, uh, being the MVP and coming up short in the playoffs. So um, but that's that's about it. Like, I know it's a thing. I know teams are pretty invested in it. Uh, it seems like there, there's a, enough of a market for it to at least be like, I, I don't know. I don't think they're making money yet, but um, for it to continue to be worthwhile anyway. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, it, it's just like as a basketball person, it's just another way for people to engage with the sport. Um, and if people prefer that via video game, then, then the real sport, I, I still think it you know, it makes sense for the NBA to invest in that and for the Raptors to invest in it. Yeah, fair enough. And for me, like the question that I really want answered that, I mean, I, I don't imagine you have the exact answer to, but is it, does it have a fit? Because it's, it's basically an outsider in the basketball sports world, like all sports video games, like sports fans would rather watch the masters would rather, rather watch the NBA playoffs, would rather watch that. And video games, esports people would rather watch Fortnite, Overwatch, Call of Duty, do you think there is a place for it or do you think it's kind of just, it has all the backing. So it's in front of people. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to, you know, if I do another piece on it at any point to get um, to dig into some of the financials or at least the ratings and things like that um, to really find out because that was the question when the league launched. And I think at that point, 17 NBA teams had invested in it. And um, you know, it was a multi-year uh, seven figure investment that they had to make. So that was kind of the question when I wrote about it. I was like, this is cool and it seems like it'll be fun, but like, can you return on that investment? And not that everything is about that. Like the WNBA and G League don't offer positive return on their investments yet. And there's still good reason to keep those things going. So maybe the 2K League gets to the same spot. Um, but for right now, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, you know, I guess the the nice thing with something like esports is that your overhead can be a little lower. Like you don't need a physical facility. Uh, the rosters are smaller. You know, you can do some things digitally. Obviously you want to invest in your players and you want to invest in marketing. Um, but I think if you like, say they wanted to say, Hey, we did this for three years and now the next three years, we're going to try another strategy and then we're going to see, like, I don't think they would be bleeding money if they, if they did that and tried to change the approach. So, um, you know, audience wise, I, I definitely get what you're saying. Like, there are sports people and there are video game people and maybe those groups don't overlap. Uh, but I, I also don't think you need like a crazy huge audience to, to make it worthwhile. So there are definitely basketball fans who like playing 2k. Um, I don't know how much that is. They like watching people play 2k. Um, yeah, sorry. That's a quite, I, I should like, if I were writing about this, I would get this data or, or try to get this data. So um, I'd be very interested to see it anyway. Yeah, for sure. And I don't even know, like I haven't seen a lot of people talking about it, but basically all you hear in the industry and in gaming is like anyone who loves Overwatch is just like, yeah, I, I don't even consider that. Like if you're talking about Toronto esports teams, they're separate. 
if you're talking about like Toronto basketball teams, they almost fit more there, but it's really hard to kind of pin it down. Is it something that like the athletic or, or you found other publications are trying to get into more? Because I know, I think just within the last day or two, ESPN has kind of been out or canceled or at least strongly diminished what they're covering in terms of uh, any esports at all. Yeah, it's tough because um, obviously the industry is not in the best shape when it comes to jobs in general. And ESPN pulling back on that was a part of 500 jobs being lost. Um, So it's really, you know, that's, that's not exclusive to their esports coverage their their coverage everywhere took a hit and um you know back in in 2015 when i left the score um a couple months before i left they had introduced the score esports app uh so i was seeing kind of hands-on what that investment looked like and i don't know what shape it's in now i think it still exists but i know that um the investment kind of got scaled back after an initial um blitz where they were sending people all over the world to, to kind of promote this thing so um you know i don't it's another thing I don't have like a great answer for. Um, I know at the athletic, I wrote that one thing and it did okay. Um, and if something does okay, you know, I usually have license to, to do another, to, to try it again or whatever. Like I, I wrote about the Toronto Wolfpack rugby team a couple times to see how that would do. Um, you know, I actually, I was going to uh, do a piece on Raptors uprising this year uh, because of the season that Kenny got work had and everything. Uh, and then the timing of them getting eliminated and not actually winning the championship and the NBA kind of starting back up right at the same time, uh, it got killed. It was, it, and it wasn't because like it didn't get killed because it's uh, no one will read this. We're not invested in esports. It was uh, the timing of this as the NBA, like it just it didn't make sense for me as a as a writer to to kind of devote the energy to it. So um, I know that we have had some writers try some esports coverage at the athletic and it's been like fairly hit or miss and i think that that's probably a thing where similar to what you're saying about how you know maybe there's this sports audience here and there's this video game audience here and maybe it doesn't overlap um you know there's probably a case where if i write about it if i write about raptors uprising once a year just to be like hey what's going on with this what does it look like what's the team's involvement um, you know, maybe Raptors fans are interested to read that, but I don't think any esports fans are like signing up to read that because the coverage isn't going to be regular, right? Like I'm not doing weekly breakdowns of the team or anything like that. So um, that might be the hurdle where like ESPN, even as they were fairly invested in it, just, you know, like if you're an esports fan, you probably want the same level of coverage that a sports fan expects. And, and I don't know that uh, sports outlets are, are the ones in the in the place to do that right now. Yeah, well, and I think it's kind of the same thing too, where you have to figure out what you want to do. Like League of Legends is the biggest game, but probably directly relates less to sports than a 2K or a FIFA or an NHL game. So, yeah, and then I know, I know, like, like say you wanted the tie into sports somehow. Like, I think Call of Duty is still the one that the guys play the most. Like. Like, I know it's the one they stream the most anyway, the guys on the Raptors and the Leafs. And um, I know there's a there's a pro Call of Duty team in Toronto too, right? Ultra? Or yeah. yeah. Whatever. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's part of it is, is you know, that that connection between the sport and the eSport needs to be a little tighter. Uh, at least speaking to, like, the 2K side, like, 
like, you know, maybe you need to get Malcolm Miller's a big gamer or Paul Watson claims to be the best 2K player on the Raptors. Like maybe we need, maybe there's some integration there, right? And, and then not only is that good for a young Raptors player and good for Uprising, but that's a easier story for someone like me to sell of a Raptor, you know, practicing with these guys and seeing how his 2K skills hold up. Um, so again, that doesn't really, uh, that doesn't really apply to things like Overwatch and Call of Duty. But um, speaking strictly to, to 2K, I do think there's some more opportunity there for teams to integrate their actual basketball teams. Yeah, for sure. Which and is so, not at all what you asked. But <laughs> <laughs> So you obviously uh, just noted that you've heard of Toronto Ultra. Prior to that, had you heard of any Call of Duty or other esports teams? Um, a little bit. So I, I have two younger brothers, and one of them is really into esports. So I have like kind of just through hearing him talk about stuff, uh, like I'm aware of what's generally going on. Um, and then like around the time that that app launched when I was at the score, like just before I left, like I think it was the Dota World Championships or something like that were going on. So I got like a little bit of familiarity with that, um, but not not really. Like I, I know Toronto Ultra because of uh, Malcolm Miller and I think Mitch Marner is the leaf that yeah. Um, yeah, he invested. does stuff with them. Yeah, he invested. I think he's a... Part owner, I don't know exactly I think so, yeah. what that means, but he, on Twitter at least, is a, a part owner of the team. Yeah. Um, and so, building off that, I guess, do you like the idea just in general of having city-based franchises? Because I mean, four or five years ago, and, and before that, everything was just you play for your org. So, like instead of Toronto Maple Leafs, you were just the MLSE. Do you think that brings more fans? Like, are you more likely to check out now Toronto Ultra than if it was just? overactive media ultra or, or <laughs> something like that? Uh, I don't really know. Like I, I think someone in my position, probably yes. Um, because I would only be coming in as like a curious casual. Um, I don't know. Like it's tough because like, I do think that that would be a way to hook, you know, like the, like the Mitch Marner or Malcolm Miller tie-ins are a good way to get like a pretty fertile audience where like a lot of people watch the Leafs and the Raptors. So if you're trying to grow your audience, it makes sense. Um, looking at esports as a whole, like, I don't know, I think of the Japanese wrestling system where everyone like it's, it's all team based. It's not, it's not, these are the guys from Osaka. It's these are the guys who are friends and hang out and wrestle together. <laughs> um, you know, that, that is maybe a more natural way to build teams and, and to build effective teams rather than, you know, the 2k style where it's, draft style and these guys don't these people have to build the chemistry on the fly and stuff um i don't know how it works for things like toronto ultra but i don't know i don't think like it probably doesn't hurt and i don't know what the restrictions are like like could the company that owns toronto ultra also have teams in like boston and new york like could they own multiple franchises not right now so there's a yeah there's a big purchase in call of duty and they had to sell their other spot in the league but there's only 12 teams so it's a okay yeah, it's a little different. Like 2K really went, I think there's 23 2K league teams, 12 in Call of Duty. So they're they're very different leagues with how they're running. And obviously mm-hmm. Call of Duty is just a bigger game. So that makes a difference. But For sure. Uh, yeah. No, how many people are on a team in a on like a pro Call of Duty team? Oh, so get this. Uh, <laughs> last year was the first year of these franchised city-based teams. They started with 12 teams and they played five versus five. And had up to five subs, but I think Toronto Ultra was the only team to actually carry five subs. Most just kind of let them go. 
because they never play. Like it's not, it's not <laughs> like you like because you're tired or anything like that. Yeah. You uh, get that, that like raw thumb that you used to get from the, the D pad playing Sega. <laughs> Something there, like that. There was a thumb injury this year. One, uh, of the, one of the pros <laughs> was literally out for one of the weekend tournaments, <laughs> which is awesome. But, uh, yeah, no, basically going into year two, they decided to switch it to four V four. So now four players per team and 12 pros are just so a fifth no, no longer pros. Yeah. So the whole league is only 48 players then. Correct. Yeah. It's pretty Jeez. small. <laughs> it's good though. The teams is Yeah, I mean I guess at that size it might it it might not make sense to do the city basing. Like I guess I guess the thing is is like you can brand it however you want, right? Like it's as long as I don't think they're mandating like the players don't have to be from Toronto, right? So they could still build the team however they want it just has a toronto name i i don't know like so i i guess my question for you guys is like do they get referred to within that league most frequently as like toronto or as like ultra no it's toronto now and they all okay. have to live in toronto like they basically oh okay they they buy these like mansions i guess you'd call it that have really good internet and they all live there and then every other week during the season there's like this big event where, that they all go to and play like plugged into servers on land Obviously not this but year, but this year okay. they basically just p- played from their content houses online, which was a big. All right. Well, well, here's my pitch then. If they all live in a mansion together, this is the story I want to write. I live with them for a season, oh. and I I eat the food that they're provided, and I I use their excellent Wi-Fi, and I'll kind of observe, <laughs> and I'll, I'll do my Raptors job still because the Wi-Fi is great. I could stream League Pass, True. no problem. You could probably have your own room where you just have a giant TV where you can watch the Raptors all the time. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder, uh, you can cross-compare it, too, with your little 905 road trip. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it'd be dramatically different, I think. I, don't, <laughs> I, I guess you don't have to travel for the, for the Call of Duty League is the thing, so. It, well, I guess other than that one big tournament you said, right? No, so non-COVID years, they travel, like, every other weekend is, like, a tournament, so they all go, they basically play a double elimination bracket. And okay. so there's, like, championships throughout the year, and then based on how they seed out and how many they win, they have a certain number of points in like the big final tournament, but cool. no, like they go like London, Paris, Toronto. Okay. Cause uh, I knew like the big, big events were in front of crowds mm-hmm. and like some of the ones in Asia had done like insane numbers, but um, yeah, I didn't realize they traveled as like a regular part of their schedule. Yeah. yeah. But they all stay in the house, like beyond that and like practice, mm-hmm. hang out, nice. have, have good internet. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, since we're, uh, not considering you a gamer, we want to quiz you on some gaming terminology. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you just have to guess if you don't know. Uh, can you tell me what a bot is? I mean, I know what a bot is in regular internet terms. <laughs> it's just like a odd, like something that's auto-running, but you that would be, um, what is it? There's another term for it in video games. It's just a computer-generated player or whatever, but uh, I have no idea. Pretty close. Yeah, you're you're on the okay. right track. So it it's basically you're a horrible player. You're basically telling someone oh, okay. they're as bad as the like computer on easy mode. They're an NPC <laughs> is uh, the wording for it. Okay, can NPC, you tell me? NPC, that's the yeah. That's you had that on the tip of your tongue. Okay, yeah. can you yeah. can you tell me what cracked means? No. What's your guess? Uh, I don't know. Like I only know cracked as like the. Uh, the like phone terminology like like it's uh you got behind the you're like editing what what's um like the background of the game but i don't know i don't know what it would be in 
terms of game. If I were to say I'm so cracked, you like like pissed off? No, <laughs> not quite there. That's what I thought too, actually, when it's I first a, heard it. Yeah. Well, there's actually kind of two meanings, but one, it basically means like you're you're really good, like you're oh doing really well. You'd say I'm so cracked if you just wiped out the other team or something. Or you'd say like armor is cracked if you did some damage on a character and you're telling your friend that he needs to you know, get the kill oh, for gotcha. you. So it's, it's a big one. It's a big one. <laughs> uh, okay, can you tell me what a sweat is? A sweat? Yeah. Like a practice game? No. That's a scrim. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But a sweat is a, like a try hard. Oh, they're, they're okay. really good, but they like they try way too hard. Take it to so the, the Boston, whatever the Boston Call of Duty team is. <laughs> <laughs> they exactly. don't have one yet, so they'll maybe need that branding. <laughs> okay, okay. Lag. You got that one? Pardon me? Lag? Like, like an internet lag? Like when when your internet freezes and you're just like behind? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, but yeah. I guess like that's used as like a chirping term when someone's just like slow or whatever. It's more of an excuse if you're playing okay. badly, you just say, Oh, it's the leg. I use it a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh okay, what about a skin? A skin? Yeah. Um I would assume like what your character looks like. Like there you go. Wow, bang okay, on. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about cap? No cap. Have you heard have you heard that lately? That's a <laughs> yeah. Right um cap is lying, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very good streak. Okay, what about... I didn't uh, realize that that was a gaming term. I think it probably started there. If not, it's definitely overused. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, What about meta? Meta, as in like like self-referential kind of thing, or does that have a different meaning in in gaming? It's it's more of an acronym. Oh. I didn't even uh, know it was an acronym, though. Did you? I did, yeah. Okay. It means most effective tactic available oh so like it's not the meta that i thought so like the i don't know what's the meta in the nba right now in the actual nba yeah the actual nba in 2k you walk around and everyone is a playmaking shot creator because (laughs) it's just better than everyone else like it's just like i could get on and play against pros and i'm just like i'm not actually obviously but right it's just way better than all the other builds so so the real NBA meta is like having LeBron on your team. Yes. Yeah, is that, a, is athletic, that a hot take? Athletic, <laughs> athletic wings, I guess, would be the meta. I don't know. That probably changes. It's probably Steph Curry for a time. True. Okay, what about AFK? AFK. Um, I don't know that one. It means away from keyboard. Oh, oh! I should have known that one, but yeah, just when you I was like, like back to the back to the MSN Messenger <laughs> yeah. days. Damn, that's, that's what I first heard about it. <laughs> okay, okay, last two. I think you can get them. Camper, part of me. Camper. Oh, I have no idea. What's your guess? Uh, like a high energy person. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's someone who just like. like ha- you just said I was up thinking top. like someone who's amped up or whatever and like over overactive kind of interesting. <laughs> it's kind of the opposite. <laughs> oh. You just kind of like you sit in up, one spot. Yeah, you set up your camp in one spot and Oh, just, camper. Yeah, sorry. What did you Oh, mean? I think you said amper like with an a. <laughs> yes. I I know I know what like camping out means. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, amping sounds cool. We should make that a new term. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd like that. <laughs> we start that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last one. Uh, Easter eggs. Oh, just like things hidden in the in the game to like pop the the hardcores. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. There you go. There you go. You did pretty well there. You got about half. That's okay. Yeah. A little disappointed. I didn't get AFK. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We'll let it slide. <laughs> okay. So just wrapping up uh, in the next few minutes. As obviously, I'm a big 905 fan. Josh basically basically comes with me because I convinced like four people to get season tickets because <laughs> they're so cheap and I think it's the nice. best deal. It is great in sports. So he would just come for free every once in a while. <laughs> uh, but anyway, is there a chance that there's going to be a season? Do you think? Have you heard anything on that? Yeah. So um, I, I think we'll hear about the G League within like the next two weeks or so. Obviously, the NBA had to focus on the NBA stuff first. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like. Like I, I would be kind of surprised if they're going to actually travel around for the G League. Um, you know, what I could see happening is, is they so they run the G League showcase in Vegas every year. And it was here in Mississauga a couple of times. Um, but I could see them doing like an extended version of that where it's just like it's kind of the G League's own bubble. And like, yeah, it sucks, but the G League season's a little shorter anyway. And you're trying, you know, the the payoff is obviously so huge if you get noticed or get plucked out of there. Um, I've also like this isn't like I'm not reporting this or anything, but it's come up in conversations as like kind of a what if um of maybe like there being fewer G League teams. Like like the Suns just sold their G League team. So if they say, Hey, look, Robert Sarver, you're cheap. If you don't want to pay for a G League team this year, you know, don't do it. And then, you know, a team like the Raptors would very much push for, no, we want to have one because we use that as such a, such a huge part of our development system. Um, so, yeah, whatever form it's in, the Raptors will be participating in it and they'll be pushing for it. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I would be surprised if it's physically in Mississauga. Yeah, that's fair hmm. enough. Well, and I think, like, to transfer to gaming, I bet you probably don't see the importance of a bubble. But, I mean, even, like, Call of Duty is talking about having a bubble just because the lag when you're playing online is too much and, and the players don't think it's kind of a fair playing field. So a lot of players have come forward and said, like, I want to live in a bubble just to play tournaments, like, plugged in. Yeah, I mean, look, if the league's only 48 so. players, like, even when you tack on staff after that, that's like, we're talking about, like, one NFL football team. That's not that's true. I think that's <laughs> yeah. pretty real, pretty reasonable. And, like, For sure. I and know... Like, like setup wise, in the way that it views on streaming or whatever, like it's probably helpful to have like like that access to interviews and to be able to kind of zoom out and see the show, the the setup, and like zoom in on the the players and stuff like that. It's it probably improve the kind of like the broadcast quality. Yeah, and That's I think true. they have an, a, like a good amount of money they could set that up, have people set up pretty well. I don't know, like if two K could do that, just because yeah, there's way more teams and. I think they're less established, but yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Esports and sports looking ahead to next year. Well, we don't even know where the Raptors will be played. <laughs> True. That's funny. The bubble Ooh, thing. Not. I'll just share a Raptor story um, about lag. So I was talking to in the bubble. I was talking to Paul Watson Jr. at one point for a story, and I was kind of like asking him, like, "What have you guys been doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I just like come back and play video games after." <laughs> and when I was on that 905 road trip this year. Um, Paul Watson was like the focus of that story. And like he showed up because he he had been with the Hawks on a 10 day and then he came back. He's carrying this little briefcase. I'm like, what is that? And he's like, oh, it's my portable 
like PlayStation setup. Uh, <laughs> and it turns out he's like a big gamer and claims he's the best 2K player on the Raptors. Anyway, apparently OG beat him a bunch in the bubble, but Paul Watson is claiming lag as the reason, even though they were at the same hotel. So we've got some yeah. lag-related drama on the Raptors. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we need to see it. So Paul Watson, he's on the two-way, right? If there's no G yeah. League, you have to think he'll just be able to stay with the team all year? Yeah, that that's the anticipation is that um, whatever it looks like, two ways are going to have there, – there's going to be more flexibility to have two ways around because, like, for one, you, you probably need that extra insulation against, like, if there are COVID positives or whatever. And two, like, you can't really punish teams and, like, be like, hey, you can't develop these guys anymore. Uh, plus, there's just, like, too many players. Like, the, your, the international seasons have started – like if, if they cut Paul Watson, they're like, there's no such thing as two ways anymore. There's nowhere for him to go work. It would be oh, yeah. terribly unfair. Yeah. So yeah, he'll be around. There, there will be two ways and stuff, but whether it's like two ways or just the roster expands to 17 for a year, um, there'll be something like that. Awesome, Blake. Well, thanks for your time. Uh, if there's anything you want to plug or if you want to just do your old uh, The Athletic, subscribe through one of my blogs, not through one of Eric Kareen's. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just click one of my articles and click subscribe, just not Eric's. Um, lots of draft stuff coming if you're interested in the draft. And like, obviously, this this offseason is going to be so chaotic. Like the transaction window is going to open on the 15th or 16th, draft on the 18th, free agent discussions could start on the 20th deals could get done on the 22nd and then like the first we're talking camps so uh if you have even a passing interest in basketball it'd be a hell of a month for a one month like i think you could do a one month free trial uh this would be the month to do it i think because there's going to be going to be lots going on yeah and start it now because i mean i've seen a lot of sort of chris balls available heart like harden they want him in philly like there's just a lot and it's going to come really fast and i think it's going to come early next week Hopefully Fred stays. There's my yeah. there's my final pitch. Yeah, hopefully hopefully he sticks around. He's too good a quote for me to lose. <laughs> yeah, I loved I loved the quote today that basically just said uh, I want the bag. I want money. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, you deserve it, man. So I yeah. hope the uh, the Raptors can give you that money and still have enough for Giannis. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. All right, welcome to the post show, the after show. We'll uh, I was say we need a name. We'll name it. What do you want? What do you want to try and go with next time? We will try and stick with this one. I uh, got nothing on the spot. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll say after show, but it's during the show. Post game interview. We'll try and come up with one next <laughs> week, I guess. Um, the credits. <laughs> the credits, but we're not giving credit to anyone i uh, yeah i give credit to you every time we have an interview i say good good interview greg <laughs> okay okay <laughs> well that was fun we just wrapped up with blake um yeah as i said in the intro he tied in wrestling twice i'm very intrigued by the japanese format of wrestling where they're just like best friends all get together and just <laughs> fight because that just seems like normal adolescence yeah yeah i was gonna say that seems like every time <laughs> we go out <laughs> with our friends <laughs> Which is basically, I mean, kind of what esports is. I mean, a lot of people play with who they want to play with, but True. now it's well, definitely... Yeah, Silly talked about how his crew this year is basically a bunch of... The evil evil geniuses back together. Yeah, a bunch of his fresh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, that was good. Uh, we learned about the Raptors. I think, you know, OG, that's probably our goal to get on the podcast. I think that we'd have to come sick. up with about 
13 pages of questions though to get through a half hour but <laughs> that would be like the time of my life even though again we're really straying from the uh esports thing but now we know he's the best uh the best gamer on the raptors maybe he uh plays some warzone too you know oh that'd be cool yeah. mitch marner was also mentioned that dude plays warzone he oh yeah i used to watch with, him stream uh, methods yeah and, uh, the ultra guys so that that would be good so we, cool. we, that can be our, our b our B, our B guy. Mitch Marner's not our ace. <laughs> OG man. We'd get a quote that would just be like, "Yep, yep," <laughs> and we could quote that, and it would pop off. It would be our quickest interview. We'd have five minutes of content. It'd be great. Correct. So easy to edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'd have a lot of us talking. Though. Oh, I see. Just us making long, rambly questions, and then or just a lot of questions. <laughs> we'd be able to get so much. Done. We'd get his whole life story. Talk about every video game. We'd even have some Dota 2 talk in there just because. Uh, just to throw it in. We had the time. <laughs> uh, all right. So Xbox just released. PlayStation's releasing soon. The Xbox can vape. That's cool, I guess. Yeah. I saw some of those videos. It, uh, I mean, yeah, they're coming out as fake now, but uh, pretty funny. Pretty funny that people are just putting up their vape smoke. Yeah, the first person to do it, like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's just funny. And then everyone else jumping on the bandwagon. Come on. And then we're also (laughs) recording this a little too soon. Like, they're just coming out saying it's fake. In a day or two, it could be like, oh, no, these actually lit on fire and blew up houses. So I do want to preface by that. We are not uh, taking a stance on. I'm taking a stance. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. If the Xbox catches on fire, you you can at me. Don't sue me. Because I have no no stake in the game, but um, yeah, PS Five comes out tomorrow. I think the controller is probably the most exciting piece of any of the next gen. Like that controller seems really cool, really intuitive. Yeah, because it's basically Xbox shaped controller. It's bigger. Yeah, which is key. Which but is the triggers are like super super cool. Yeah, I'll be honest. That like, I mean, you know me, Greg. I've been an Xbox guy for a while. Yeah. And the big reason for that is the controllers on the PlayStations were always, I just feel like I'm getting carpal tunnel playing with the current PlayStation controllers. So this might, this might sway me. Well, okay. Here's the thing. There's, there's basically two big factors, right? Xbox controller was better because it was bigger. PlayStation controller was better because the two analog sticks are lined up. Right. It makes no sense that they're off centered. Like I, that's fair. To me, at least. I, I guess it's just a person you get with a brain. To. I think I'd put them <laughs> in the same spot on both. That's true. But uh, now you got the best of both worlds. And true. when you're pulling a bow and arrow with the trigger, it gets harder to pull and vibrates a little bit when you get it more tight. Perfect. That's I just know, what I wanted. I don't know all the games that that applies to, but <laughs> that seems pretty cool. I just bought Assassin's Creed, so I've been playing that one a lot. That has a bow in it, so it would apply in that situation. Are you going to try to get a PS5 tomorrow? Tomorrow? I mean, if it's anything like the Xbox launch, I'm never getting one. It'll be... It'll be 2022 before I get one. COVID will be over. But you'll try. I mean, I'll I'll take a look. Okay. And see good. if it's available. I think I'm going for it. Even though like all the rest of the, the crew is saying nah. They're all like, oh, cars. Cars. You guys don't like cars? I need vehicles. PlayStation is <laughs> the same size as a car. Just drive it. That's true. It does look like a futuristic spaceship. Have we talked about that yet? I don't think so. And it's big. It's they they couldn't have come out with two more opposing consoles. The Xbox is very like plain modern. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I like the style. But it floats tennis balls and it floats tennis ping balls. pong balls and ejects smoke. Yeah, 
<laughs> just sick. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be sick if you just had a party and like you just set it up to like vape <laughs> the whole time. And uh, like everyone who doesn't game is just over at your house like, what's happening? Oh. <laughs> it's like sick <laughs> vape. It like just pours water on it. Completely ruins it. That's um, a sick vape machine or uh, smoke machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. It's like you just have it on for some ambiance, you know, put a put a light behind it and then someone who doesn't know anything is like, your hands on fire. Dumps a bucket <laughs> of water on it. Uh, I could see it. But yeah, I mean, other than that, that's, that's the gaming news. I have, I'm not going to talk specs about the Xbox, PS5. They're pretty close to being the same thing. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, we're for everyday gamers, you know, for casual, casual people trying to get into esports, you know, trying to watch some streamers, but just chilling. We're not... You know, analytics, we're not specs. I'm not a nerd. I am a nerd. We talk nerds. <laughs> we talk. I, you're the nerd. We're like the cool nerds who like oh. try and get the non-nerds to see what's going on with the nerds. I see. We're like the connecting factor. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. All right, Shaw. So basically uh, the last day of, well, I guess a day and a half, two days now of people playing video games. It's been mostly just 2K because nothing is out yet. Right. What are you, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I'm definitely excited for the the new Call of Duty. Yeah. Zombies looks pretty. It's like three days, I think. Yeah, it's pretty soon. It's it's the end of this week, so pretty excited for it. Definitely going to be Harry playing Potter. the zombies. Harry Potter. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't see there's a Harry Potter game? Coming out? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. There's a new Harry Potter game coming when, out. Is it coming out this week? No. I, uh, it was announced like with the PlayStation, like announced oh. reveals a while ago for next gen, but interesting. I don't know what the date is on it. Well, because I've been an Xbox guy, I've just buried my head in the sand for PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm thinking about getting one, maybe I'll I'll dive into that. But You uh, got to get one. You got to get 2K. We'll get, we'll get some runs going, even though everyone who actually likes gaming who's still listening right now is just cringing at the thought of us using a controller to play basketball and that, not play Fortnite or Apex or League. Well, you don't <laughs> use a controller for that anyway, but... I was going to say. <laughs> we're really shunning our uh, our actual gaming, hardcore gamers, our sweats. We're really shunned right now, but... That's okay. I love you. Thanks. Not you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the I listeners. The sweats. <laughs> gotcha. We, you know, we do appreciate all our listeners. Uh, you guys should uh, subscribe. Because you'll, you know, every so often, ideally it becomes weekly, but we, we want to get guests that we want. So as the guests come, we'll take them, but we're not just going to, you know. Yeah, we're almost tri-weekly. Get, scr- get scrubs on here. So we're, we're going to have a good guest. If you subscribe now, you're just going to get a surprise, great piece of content every ninja week asterisk. <laughs> Um, anyway, dude, we'll wrap things up. Uh, just wanted to say uh, a rest in peace to Pharaoh, uh, Call yeah. of Duty pro for the Florida Mutineers. Like just a tragic story gone gone way too soon. Yeah, very sad news. Best wishes to his family, friends, everyone on that team. Yeah, it's the tough. whole community. It's tough. All right, man. Well, I'll see you. Uh, we'll say next week. But, uh, <laughs> we'll uh, see you as soon as we get a great cast that we want to talk to. Sounds good. Peace.